And we're recording. We're back for another episode. Yes, that's right. This is episode 30, the big 3-0. I can't believe it. 30 episodes of Sizzle and Quinny. I'm Samuel Finlay. Some people call me Sizzle. Sitting across from me, live in the booth, in the studio. We're not doing this over Zoom. We're doing this in person. It's nice to be back. Is my co-host... How are we going, guys? You know who it is. It's Quinny back, back in person. Had to be done. Episode 30. It's a big week, big weekend coming ahead. I'm keen for this pod. Let's get it done. Episode 30. Let's go. So you should probably tell the listeners why you're back. It's a big occasion. Tomorrow, you've got the big granddaddy of them all, the grand final for AFL. You've played like one game this season. I played three and I reckon I was best on all three games. I still don't know how you qualified for the finals. I played three games. All I had to do, I had to play three games, qualified, and then they put my name down for five of the games, but two of them were called off. So that's out of my hands. I don't know. I, but I feel like the other team should uh, should challenge this, uh, your eligibility to play in the final tomorrow. They can try. <laughs> but yeah, as you said, I came back Tuesday. So I get some training in Tuesday, Thursday to get around the boys for the big week. And I'm super excited for tomorrow. Last year was a bit of a disappointment, so I'm hoping this year it changes and we get the W. I'm feeling pretty confident. Let's get it. So who are you playing? So we're versing uh, now Albatross. Right. So a combined team who also were undefeated mm. in first grade and we were undefeated as well. So it'll be interesting to see how we stack up against them. And from what I've seen, our team looks pretty good this week. So I'm pretty confident in the team and I'm really keen to get out there one more game, get it done, then I'm done for the year. Done for the year. And I won't be coming back next year. I'll be playing <laughs> for tomorrow. What happens if there's another wave of the coronavirus and there isn't a tomorrow team? Are you going to come back again? I don't know. I haven't decided. Maybe I will. I haven't. I don't know. Because that's why it's, you played for That's Fig why, Tree, right? yeah. So the reason I played with my original team, Victory, was because obviously COVID happened. So my team, who I was playing for, tomorrow, Kangaroos as well. That was canned. So, you know, I just said, you know, if you're happy for me to come back for a few games, the coaches are happy. So, yeah, it's been good. Very nice. Well, we've got lots to talk about. This is episode 30. Uh, we're just going to, you know, have a bit of a back and forth here. Um, I mean, I don't particularly want to talk about fantasy football, so I'm, yes, happy, to, I'm happy to just skip that completely. No, we can't just skip. We need to at least just mention it briefly and then we can move on. Well, I'll let you get it off your chest. I know you're dying to, so do your worst. Yeah, so as you know, guys, it, ha- it was a few weeks ago. It has been a while on our last pod. I think too long to mention it, but anyway. Nah, it's never too, it's never too late. Uh, as you know, Sizzle and myself were both, un- both hadn't had a win yet. We would come up against each other. We put a bet on and the winner was going to buy the uh, dinner for the person that got the matchup. So I was lucky enough to, again, as always, and we did this, the line. We did this last season as well. Yeah, last season. Last season, I got two dinners from Sizzle. So this season, <laughs> I'm getting at least one. So anyway, so when Mahomes Chubba Chubb versus Delvin cooked, uh, the grand total score. So Mahomes Chubba Chubb. Electrifying strong performance, 145 points versus Delvin Cook. Not too bad, but 117. Just not getting the job done, Sizzle. My team stepped up when they needed to. I've got dinner tonight. I'm super excited for that. And now Sizzle is currently 0-4, which is brutal. But that is fantasy. It is a it is a cruel mistress. It happens. I'm 2-2 two two now, but the injury bugs hurt me. But in our matchup, I got the job done. Yeah, look, I mean... You had Aaron Jones who exploded 
for about Jones. for about a hundred touchdowns. The guy got over forty points in fantasy, uh, and then you had Chubb as well, who obviously had a really good game with two touchdowns. Mahomes, you know, he did his usual thing there. I had Brady, who I've since traded. Well, actually, no, I haven't traded him. I, I dropped him and I traded for um, Kyler Murray. So yeah, not not good for me. From me, I'm zero and four, as you said. Uh, it's been a very rough start to the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I've got to really turn this around. If I lose one one more game, I reckon I'm done. Uh, I mean, I'm probably already done now. So, you know, I got to stay positive. I'm trying my best, trying to be a good GM, trying to make some some moves, some some good waiver wire pickups. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been a rough season for me. So. Yeah. You know, I don't want to talk much much fantasy. Fantasy can do that to you. I'm happy to move on. <laughs> yeah, we can move on. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Had yes. to be done. Well, I will be shouting you dinner tonight. So and uh, I actually yummy. played Ray the next week and I had a dinner bet with him as well and I lost. So uh, two dinners so are owed. Sizzle fantasy. this year is just his fantasy is just not going very well. Maybe he's not a very good GM. Hey, Maybe he's got to make some moves that are for actually... For the listeners out there, I actually, won the, I actually won the competition two seasons ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not with that old four record, though. So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't want to live in the past, but I am a fantasy champion. I do have a ring, so you know, he does have a ring. <laughs> this is true. All right, uh, what are we talking about, Quinny? I mean, there's been a lot that, that's going on. You know, you and I often uh, talk about you know pop culture, sports. Do you want to begin with sports, or do you want to begin with pop culture? I reckon, as we've done fantasy, I reckon we just get sport out of the way, and All then right. we can focus on the pop culture. What do you reckon? So I feel like we've, we've talked about NFL fantasy. We don't really need to go too much into NFL, but let's jump into the NF- NBA playoffs and the finals. I should say, uh, we've got another game tomorrow. It could be the last game. The Lakers currently have the lead over the Miami Heat. Are they closing it out tomorrow? I believe they will, and I'm pretty confident that just simply because they're wearing the mumba jerseys they haven't lost in those jerseys man those jerseys look good though yeah like that black and yellow looks so cool in the purple big fan of that jersey and i think like i said before they haven't lost in that with that jersey lebron's hasn't been playing that great the last two games but he's still at least getting the job done ad was pretty big last match when he hit that big three at the end of the game Caldwell pope stepped up too and then playoff rondo doing his thing too so i really think lakers will win tomorrow and i think it'll be 4-1 yeah i agree i coming into this series i was actually like i thought the lakers were going to win the series obviously but i thought the heat would have you know made it a little bit more competitive obviously the injuries to bam Adebayo and goran dragic has you know really hurt them there they, they obviously won a game without them so you know they are capable of competing and you know Jimmy Butler had one of his best games of his career triple double you know 40 odd points he's been playing really well he's been playing very well um, yeah I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan I, like, I love, love his game I love his attitude you know he rubs some people the wrong way as we've seen with previous teams you know the Timberwolves there um, you know obviously in the, the Bulls he had a better relationship with the team there but you know then went to the 76ers that didn't work out um, you know he, it seems like he's found his his home and his tribe as he's sort of been on record saying so you know i think that the heat have done credit to them they've done a really good job to get this far but yeah i think it ends tomorrow and if it doesn't end tomorrow i think it's the next game yeah, i think six is max i don't think it's going seven yeah i mean i'd love to see it go seven but uh yeah i don't think it is and you know it's going to be another ring for lebron and uh yeah, I mean that's that's going to be huge. I guess that's that's going to be another question, right? If he win, wins a ring, 
you know, there's always this this comparison to some of the greats. Where does this put him? Does this put him up another another notch, close to MJ? Yeah, I reckon it probably puts him up at least another notch. I think that fourth title definitely helps. I think if he gets his fifth, then I think he's a lock to be right up there with MJ. I know MJ got that six, and he's obviously six and zero in the finals. But just the fact that LeBron's just been doing it for like the last ten years, just and he still is he still is the best player in the league. Doesn't really look like he slowed down that much. So I think I think it's good for his legacy. Like I'm glad, I'll, I'll be happy if he gets another ring because I think he does deserve at least another ring. And if he's happy with the Lakers and if they continue to improve, maybe he might sneakily get that sixth ring before he ends his career. But who knows? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it obviously puts him on a higher pedestal. He's definitely his. His CV, his his resume is going to look a little nicer um, if he has another ring. And who's to say he won't ring? He won't win more than you know one more ring. You never know. You never, mean, yeah, that's you right. Know, this Lakers team, they look like a team that you know built for a few years. Definitely with AD there, uh, you know they've got some players there that are going to give them a few more years. Obviously, they've got to figure out what they're going to do with a few other pieces there as well. Uh, but you know, I think they're going to compete for for another few years. But yeah, obviously he wins one more ring that makes his. Um, uh, I guess his resume that much stronger um, in terms of, you know, legacy, in terms of, you know, one of the greatest of all time. He's already in that conversation, whether he wins another ring or not. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's it's going to be... And also, I think finals MVP, if he wins finals MVP, who knows if he does. Obviously, Anthony Davis is another favorite for that award. Uh, that's going to help his, I guess, his uh, legacy as well. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll soon find out. I wanted to ask you, staying on NBA before we move on, um, I wanted to ask you about the the Clippers, right? Because you know we talked about them a little bit on the podcast. I don't think we've spoken since they've been eliminated, or maybe our last podcast they were eliminated. Uh, Doc Rivers has since been fired. Obviously, now he's seventy sixes. Thoughts on that? Yeah. So I remember. Yeah, I remember. I messaged you about this uh, that he got the the job at Philadelphia. Like, and I like I was saying to you. I'm happy that he got the job again because obviously he is a good coach. But I just think for me, I just think Doc Rivers, this might be controversial, but I think he's a bit overrated. I feel like, yeah, he had the he had the big season with the Celtics when they won the championship, their first one with him. But ever since then, he hasn't really done much. He's had a lot of um, second round losses. And then just think about it. He had that Clippers team for a few years and they just haven't really gone anywhere. And then this year they were like pretty much the favourites other than the Lakers. And I just think, yeah, he's a great coach. But like I was saying to you, I don't know if you agree with me, but I do think he might be a little bit overrated. Yeah, look, I think he has... Obviously, he's got that that ring to, um, you know, I guess make his name um, legit and make his sort of resume. You know, we're speaking about resume with LeBron's. That obviously um, projects uh, him and his, his legacy, obviously as a coach uh but yeah he hasn't really done as well as he should have since then i mean that he's had some really good clippers teams you know back when he had cp3 blake griffin deandre jordan jj reddick eric bledsoe you know they they had a strong team and they underachieved year after year um so and this year they underachieved as well um you know i think they really should have gone to the Western Conference Finals, you know, they're up 3-1. Like, I know the Nuggets, you know, not taking any credit away from the Nuggets, but that was the Clippers series um, there. So, 
Yes, I I, I do agree with you. I mean, he's, he's a good coach. I still think he's a good coach. I just think the way they rave about him, yeah. I just think he might be a little bit overrated. Yeah, I, although that being said... I don't know if you. I don't know if you fire him. I, th- I feel like you got to run it back at least one season with this team because this is the first year that they've had, you know, PG Kawhi. It's a very different. Obviously, he had, yeah. he's had he's been in, at the Clippers organization for quite a while, so I feel like that's why he's been let go. Mm. Uh, but it would have been good, I think, to run it back at least one more season. I think true, but like in saying that, like, would he have got fired if Kawhi and PG haven't signed off on it? Well, Do you that, know what I mean? Like, if they wanted to keep him, would he have? Would wouldn't he have stayed? Because they're obviously the two superstars on their roster. Well, yeah, that I mean. So, that's did he have true. the locker room? That's another thing. Did he have the faith of the whole locker room, or just a handful of players? Because I feel like it's similar to like the whole Steve Nash hiring. Like, surely KD and Kyrie had to sign off on that. Like, sign off on that. You know what I mean? So, we yeah. see. But again, Philly, they have potential to be good, but man, they need some shooters. Well, Ben Simmons <laughs> needs to learn how to shoot a three. Yeah, he needs to just actually try to shoot. Yeah. Like, don't be scared to shoot. And Embiid, I think he just needs to get into shape because he's just always underdone. And I think he needs to get into better shape so he can stay on the court for longer. And I think that will improve his health overall because he's a big guy, but he just always seems to struggle yeah. to stay out there on the, on the court. Yeah. But again... Vincent, see how they go. That means Philly, I think, will be probably just as good, I guess, unless they pick up some shooters. Man, I bet you they wish they had Jimmy Butler still. Yeah. Just considering what he's done with the Heat roster. Well, I mean, even like I feel like they shouldn't have got rid of JJ Redick either. Like, well, I, that, like- I think I think there was a I saw something online where JJ Redick made a comment like they should never let me go. Yeah. Like, there was like a quote about yeah, that. No, I, I saw Maybe I, it was on his podcast. I don't know. I, th- I, I believe that was during uh, his appearance on All the Smoke, which is Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's yeah. podcast. I actually w- listened to that episode. Uh, I listened to both those podcasts, All the Smoke and Old Man and the Three, JJ Reddick's podcast. And yeah, they sort of spoke about it on there. And, um, you know, JJ Reddick, and, you know, going back to like uh, Doc and the Clippers, um, he sort of said that was his best chance at winning a championship, even more so. He, he thought that team was better than the team that he played on uh, where he went to the finals with Dwight Howard and the Orlando Magic. So, uh, yeah, he obviously has a lot of respect for um, Doc. And, uh, you know, he spoke very highly of him there. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, he, he, he sort of said that. He said that was a mistake, them getting rid of... Um, I mean, they didn't really get rid of him. They just didn't bring him back, I guess. So, and, you know, he's gone on now to um, have a pretty good season and he's, um, you know, been a mentor to some some up-and-coming players in, in uh, New Orleans there. Has he got another year or did he just sign a one-year deal? Because I think he was doing a few years in a row. He just did one-year yeah, big-time contract. Yeah, he was. I think, he, I think he's got one more year in... Um, let's just fact-check that because that's also an interesting subplot. I mean, you know... Will he go back to... Will Philly think about maybe trying to get him back? Yeah, so he signed a two-year... So it was two years. Two-year, $26.5 million contract. So he's got another year left with the Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah, so wouldn't that be nice? $26.5 million for two years. <laughs> and all he's doing is shooting threes, man, and just being himself. Love it. Running yeah. off screens. So there you go. But um, yeah, I mean, interesting to see if he retires after that. Second. He's obviously... Yeah, well, he's a bit himself. older now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's positioned himself for life after basketball with this podcast yeah. and business he's got there, The Old Man and the Three. If you haven't checked it out, great podcast. I've spoken highly of it many times on, on our podcast. So um, 
you know, JJ, if you ever want to come on. You know, yeah, you know, if you want to spend some time with Sizzle and Quinny, don't be afraid to give us a hit shout out to us. Yeah, so we'll get you on. Yeah, um, but yeah, any anything you want else you want to talk about in the NBA? Is there any other topics? I think we've here? I think we've covered the sports side. Like we looked at Lakers, we've looked at Doc Rivers, and then we I kind of briefly mentioned the Steve Nash hire. So I think yeah. we can move on, my friend. All right. So there's been a lot of good music coming out lately. Uh, you know, this year we haven't had many movies to talk about because of COVID. You know, we might get into that in a little while, uh, but there's been a lot of good music coming out lately uh you know last week we got savage mode 2 21 savage and metro boom 21 the 21 <laughs> uh morgan freeman morgan freeman narrating it um so what a not a bad person to have narrating a, an album very handy um i really enjoyed that you know we've had some really good singles come out obviously travis scott he released franchise his latest single featuring mia young thug and he also released a remix with your yesterday. boy future future so let's maybe begin there um, first of all, what did you think? Of, let's go. Let's start with the original. What did you think of the song? Yeah, so for the for franchise, just the original, I really liked it. So I've listened to it a fair bit now. I had it played in the car today for Marty because he hadn't actually heard it yet. So shout out to Marty, and he said he likes MIA. So he really enjoyed it. I just like. I think it's a cool beat. Yeah, it's nothing too fancy. It's just pretty much pretty much like a standard Travis Scott kind of song. It's catchy. He's got his ad libs in there. Young Thug comes on and does his thing. And then MIA, I think she was a cool feature. I haven't really listened to her that much. I really liked it. And Paper you know, Planes? Surely you've heard Paper Planes. I've heard, I'm pretty sure I've heard Paper Planes, but I haven't heard much more of her. And, you know, I love how he's releasing a single, but like I told you, man, I want to see a collaboration album already. I want to see him and Cuddy, the Scots, releasing something. So I was a big fan of Franchise. And then, like you mentioned, the remix... The future one, like I didn't mind it. Like I think it was all right, but I don't think it was needed. I think I preferred the original, but overall, still a solid track. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I I really liked it. Uh, I yeah, this might be a big call. And I'm going to ask you about this. I probably think it's his best release of the year. I think I think it's like you you said. It's a pretty standard Travis Scott song, but that's what I like about it. Like it, it's sort of everything that Travis Scott does really well. You know, he's got some good features on there. Uh, obviously, him and Thug always you know like to come together he really um falls on young thug for a lot of features he's pretty much on all his albums um and all his big hits you know you go back pick up the phone he's on that uh maria i'm drunk uh he's on that one too skyfall he's on right he's on um rodeo as well as days before rodeo. yeah mama cedar you yeah. know he he's one of those guys that he sort of goes to for his lead singles yeah um and i like young thug a lot um mia an awesome addition and it adds that little that point of difference i guess i like her voice it's a bit different and the video clip was kind of cool too i like the music video yeah yeah. it's sort of for me i mean a very different type of song but it sort of had that feel to it like sicko mode like yeah you know that type of upbeat um really like travis scott sort of um song where he's you know it's one of those songs you just you play you bob along to you feel really good it pumps you up a little bit so i thought it was a as a great um single and, and like i said i think it's the best he's released this year and he's had some really good singles i mean obviously we haven't seen an album which is a bit frustrating because we obviously want to see an album from travis cox we both love him um you know he released uh the scots obviously um which we loved 
we've spoken about on this podcast probably not long enough and that's why I say for, I prefer franchise um, I th- yeah I think that's might might be able to get franchise over the line just a little bit just simply the fact that it is a bit longer but yeah I agree yeah it's so a, it's a good song yeah I mean the the like you sort of said I, I agree with you I liked the remix I like future as well um, but I still probably prefer the original just because yeah. I, I, I agree I don't know if the the remix was really needed yeah I feel like he just kind of released it just as like an extra sort of you know let's get some more downloads sort of thing yeah I mean I'm I'm fine with it though so uh, yeah I mean he, he's got some other some other songs coming though uh, like I've been listening to his dot wave radio show nice. um, I listened to I think it was yesterday um, I listened to his most recent um, uh, episode of dot wave radio and he premiered a few songs that he hasn't released yet uh, he's got a new song with 21 Savage that he played. 21, 21. Uh, he only played like the start of it, but that was that was cool. I'm I'm, I'm wondering where that... I feel like that might be on a, the deluxe edition of Savage Mode Savage 2. Savage Mode. I feel like and he did it with... 21 Savage did it with his last album. Yeah. He released uh, a bonus track that featured Travis Scott. So I feel like he might do that and we might get um, a Travis Scott feature there because I was surprised that he didn't feature on Savage Mode because that's another guy like we spoke about, Young Thug being on a lot of Travis Scott's albums and vice versa. 21 Savage, he's been on most of, if not all, you know, Travis Scott's albums since um I think since Birds in the Trap. Yeah. Uh so I was very surprised that he wasn't on Savage Mode 2. So yeah, there's that's there's obviously a single they've got together. So whether that comes out Savage Mode 2 or yeah, you know, Travis definitely. Scott's project. Savage um, 21, 21. But then he also released uh well didn't release he, he premiered uh a single that he's got with Bryson Teller Tiller. So I'm looking forward to that. I like Bryson Tiller. So um, we'll soon soon hear those, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, what, what other music have you been listening to lately? Yeah, so like you mentioned, I've been getting through a bit of Savage Mode, but I've been listening to Four Seats too. My boy, ASAP Ferg. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a massive fan of Marilyn Manson. The, the number one, the first track on that album featuring Marilyn Manson, the most random feature you could ever think of an ASAP Ferg song and it's amazing oh, i love right. it like it's just like banger cool beat fergie does his thing and then marilyn manson just does his standard like scream or yell in the background mm. but it just sounds really cool and then i just love asap ferg's um voice so i've been pumping that heaps obviously jaden smith as well his new mixtape was pretty good but that's pretty much it for me they've really been the main ones that i've been smashing and then obviously yeah like we said i've been giving savage mode a bit of a run which has been good and obviously, I'm a massive fan of um, Young and Love on the Jaden album, mm. as well as Cabin Feeder. That's obviously a banger. Great album. Really enjoy that. I don't mind the... Um, I think I like his... I still think I prefer Aries yeah. over um, the Cool Tape Volume 3. It's a very different vibe, it's, isn't it? It's a completely different vibe. Like, Aries is more sort of, sort of like rappy. More upbeat. More upbeat. But then, obviously, cool. Uh, the Cool Tape Volume 3 is a bit more slower bit more like a vibe sort of thing as opposed to more upbeat so that's pretty much in my rotation i'm just on my on my home screen franchise obviously savage mode 2 floor seats 2 jade so that's what i've been pumping out lately yeah, cool. I've been listening to um, much the same sort of stuff. Like I obviously really liked um, Jaden's uh, most recent album, Floor Seats 2. I've been giving that a bit of a whirl. Um, pretty cool album as well. There's a few songs on there that like I actually really enjoy. Like Dennis Rodman with Tiger. It's just really catchy. 
Um, so I like that too. Um, value, uh, I like. Um, but yeah, pretty cool album there from Fergie. Uh, but I've been really getting into the Griselda rappers and I've been trying to get you into them, but you just don't want to borrow it for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been uh, loving West Side Gun and uh, Conway the Machine. Those two have just been awesome. Uh, I mean, their most recent... Their most recent releases have been great. Uh, I mean, Westside Gun just released a new album, Who Made the Sunshine. Is it any good? It's great. Yeah, really good. Is it I, worth a download? It's definitely worth a download um, because it's not like... Like I listen to mostly ignorant rap, right? Like 21 Savage, um, you know, Young Thug. But the thing future. I like about... Future. The thing I like about Griselda is it's like they're actually really good rappers. Like it's that more boom bap uh, classic hip hop um, where the beats are really on point. Um, so... All the Griselda rappers, you know, they're signed to Shady. Um, so, you know, if Eminem's given them the tick of approval, I feel like, you know, they're, they're someone that I'd like as well. And I have really liked them. So, um, you Pray for Paris as well was um, uh, West Side Gun's album prior to Who Made the Sunshine. And um, I think I shared that one with you as well. You might have listened to a couple of tracks on that. Uh, but yeah, I, I would, remember the Tyler Creator track. Yeah. So, Who Made the Sunshine by West Side Gun. Uh, and um, From King to a God by Conway the Machine. That's been, there have been two albums that I've been um, playing a lot. Also, Detroit 2. Yeah, I was going to say Detroit 2. That's another good one. My big Sean, Sean Don. It's been a while. He hasn't released anything in some time, but, you know, he put out Detroit 2 and uh, an album that I've been really What are enjoying. some of your favorite tracks on the album? My, my favorite track is probably um, ZTFO really like it really like the beat the idea behind it you know how he talks about like meditation and how he's you know he's on this spiritual sort of journey i guess that was a great song and it's got um some travis scott ad libs on there which yeah, is, all, is right. always good it's so, it uh Straight up. yeah i really like full circle fe- featuring diddy and key wayne that's probably my second favorite song uh on the album um i like why would i stop as well uh you know, that's a really awesome start. It's the first track, the opening track to the album, which is cool. Lithuania with Travis Scott's also another another good song there. Anything with um, La Flame on there, I'm going to appreciate as well. That's right. Get yeah. around that. So yeah, Detroit 2. Uh, but yeah, they've, they've been probably in uh, the rotation for me the most. Um, obviously, Savage Mode 2. And I'm um, pretty keen. I haven't really given it much of a listen yet, but very keen to um, sink my teeth into Etna by Hetty One. Um, grime drill rapper there so um, I like a bit of um, British rap so I'm going to sink my teeth into that as well soon lovely yeah so what, what are we hitting next you got, you got anything for me yeah, I got a question for you Sizzle Della so as you know you told me the other day you've just read Game of Thrones the second book so that's based on season 2 how did you find the book and how does it compare to the actual TV series and what do you prefer between the book and the TV series based on that season? Yeah, so uh, I think you asked me this about um, the first book as well as well on an um, older podcast and it was kind of hard to um, say because the first book and the first season are very similar. Like uh, the show did an amazing job of replicating that first book because you don't really get much that's not in the show. Uh, so, you know, credit to the producers and, you know, the team behind the first season of Game of Thrones. I mean, the whole series because it's a great show. Uh, but yeah, I just finished um, the second book there. I loved it, for, you know, just to, to begin. Great book. Um, you know, if you haven't read Game of Thrones and, you know, you've watched the show, definitely well worth 
reading the books because it's like, I mean, I found it like any show or movie to, to the, its book, you know, the books are always better because it just has way more context, the way more dialogue, you know, a scene that might go for 30 seconds or, you know, a couple minutes in, you know, the show or a movie, you know, will go for like a whole chapter. Uh, you know, obviously Game of Thrones, the book, and this is something that I know you don't particularly like about it, is it's a bit different than most books because each chapter focuses on a character and their point of view. So like you might have um, Jamie Lannister for one chapter or, uh, you know, Sansa Stark for one chapter and then the next chapter is Daenerys or the next chapter might be Jon. And, you know, so you got a whole chapter from their point of view and then, you know, when that chapter finishes, it might finish on a, on a cliffhanger, but then you might not get back to that storyline for four chapters or something, you know? So some people like you don't particularly like that. I at first didn't like it. I must admit at first I was like, oh, this has been annoying. But now I actually really like it because when you have that like that, you know, the chapter that really leaves you, you know, you're hanging wanting more, you're really excited to get back to it. So, and then it's also cool because, you know, if you like a particular character, you get a whole chapter with them. So it definitely has its pros and cons. Um, but overall, I think the book is better than the show. Um, you know, like I said, I'm only up to the second one, so I've still got plenty of um, content to go in terms of books there. And he hasn't even released the most recent one yet. Obviously, we know the show went its own way and went in a direction that most people, us included, didn't love. So I'm hoping that um, George R. R. Martin writes the endings uh, very differently. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I like the books more, I would say. Um, I mean on that, my question to you is like, I know you, you sort of gave them a go and you stopped cause you didn't really like the whole, um, you know, character, uh, you know, perspective for each chapter, but when he does release the newest one, because obviously you were very invested in the show and you like me didn't like how the show finished. Are you going to then read the books when he releases a new one to see how he, um, you know, changes it or how it differs. Yeah, that's good. I feel like I would be maybe interested to read it, but then I feel like if I haven't read all the other books, I feel like I probably would have missed heaps of stuff. I'm going to assume, well, based on what I, when I was spoken to Marty and James about it, they reckon there's all these different characters that aren't even yeah. mentioned or seen in the show itself. So I feel like, yeah, I'd be all interested to maybe read the last one to see how he thinks it's going to end. But I just feel like I'd have to then commit to reading all the ones before it so I can kind of... So it makes more sense. Mm. I feel like I feel like there's nothing worse than like not reading. That's like if I was just... just for example, like if I was reading Harry Potter, I only read the first book and then the seventh book came well, out and I, then I read the seventh well, book I, I, I'm all, and skipped all the other ones. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily mean you skipping them. I mean like, will you read them all? Just yeah, well, so I just, you- that's what I mean. I think for me, I'd have to read them all before I could read... Just the last one on its own. So that's my question. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll reframe my question. When he releases the new one, will you then start reading the book so you I'd, can get to that point yeah. where you experience the ending I'd, of it differently? I think I would be more interested maybe to see how it ends. As you know, I wasn't very happy with how the show took it. But in saying that, you know, I wasn't entirely invested in the books anyway. But if you read it, Marty reads it or James reads it, I'll just ask them what happens <laughs> in the book or I'll just look it up. But I don't mind. I I don't mind POV books. I have read a lot of books that are like that. But I just think for Game of Thrones, there's just too many characters. So there's just too many different POV points for me. Mm. Fair enough. 
Uh, I mean, speaking of books, you're rereading Harry Potter. I am. Um, oh, it's so good. You know, I know you're a big Harry Potter guy, so am I. Uh, I just I finished just finished doing a rewatch of the movies, um, which I actually really enjoyed. Like I, I kind of forgot like a lot that happened in the movies, and a few of the movies I got the extended editions as well. Uh, I mean, the big boys. To be honest, like the extended edition Harry Potter's, they're not like you're not missing out on much. Like you can see why they didn't include a lot of scenes in the actual movie. Um, but yeah, like it was a fun fun rewatch, and I actually I the last movie uh, part Deathly Hallows Part Two. I feel like I only ever watched that once at the movies when you and I saw it at yeah. midnight. So like I was watching and I was like, I, I said to Maddie, my girlfriend, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this again since- Since the first time you watched it. Because I've watched all the other ones heaps of times. But you know? not the part two. Yeah, because I've always sort of done like gone back and be like, oh, I'll rewatch all the Harry Potters. And I've got up to like the third or fourth one. And then I've just not watched the next one, forgot about it. And then like, you know, a year later, I've been like, oh, I should rewatch the Harry Potters. Started from the beginning again. Mm. So I finally went through and watched them all. And um. I actually liked the the last one a lot more than I remember liking it when I watched it at the movies because I read the books as well and obviously the books are way better. Um, and, you know, there's, there's things that happen in the movies that, you know, like it's just wrong and like, you know, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah. Like that one, for example, when Dumbledore, you know, Goblet of Fire, Dumbledore runs up to Harry. And, and grills him. And grills him, grabs him by the throat aggressively. <laughs> And just yells <laughs> like, at him, like throws him against the wall. No, not that, not that bad. But it um, looks like that. It looks it, it like does he, look he literally like pushes him against the wall. He like pushes him against the wall. Yeah. So you know, there's um, moments like that which yeah. you know make you cringe a little bit. But yeah, I actually kind of, I like the last the last movie there. So I mean, you know, for those listening, we did a, a full on Harry Potter deep dive a couple of episodes ago. So you know, I don't want to go in too deep with Harry Potter now. But uh, yeah, my, my question to you would be. You know, you've done this rewatch, and is there anything? Because sorry, re-listen. I should re-listen, re-read. Re-read. I should say, I'm losing my mind today. Uh, maybe because it's episode 30, and we've done 30 of these. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of episodes. Um, yeah. My my question to you would be: Is there anything that you've picked up throughout that you have didn't pick up on the first? I mean, how many you've read? I've reread them probably, I don't know, let's be honest, maybe two or three times okay. probably, not so that often. Is there anything you've picked up that you'd never picked up before? Not so much that I've never picked up before, but just little things that I completely forgot happened if you don't see them in the movies. Mm. So, for example, in the first book, I can didn't I completely forgot there was actually a second Quidditch game mm. and Snape's the umpire. Yeah, that's And that right. was a really cool chapter when Snape's the umpire. So, I really enjoyed that chapter of the book I also really enjoyed obviously the philosophy when they actually go down the trap door because there's a few more challenges they have to get through so in the movie you just see pretty much devil snare you see the chessboard and the broomsticks that's it but you miss the cool potion logic one that's the, right the, the snape um, challenge that he puts up for them so I really enjoyed reading that so I found that really interesting and then I really enjoyed the second the chamber of secrets because the actual going into the chamber chapter is really, really exciting, really cool. Mm. And in the movie, they kind of get through it heaps quickly. They do. And I kind of like the book because it goes into a little bit more detail. So I've, I think I haven't really noticed anything that I didn't pick up. But it's just little things like that that I've just like kind of forgotten about. And then also shout out to Fred and George Weasley. There are so many classic one-liners that they just put up during the books and I just crack up reading it. And you're like, oh, I completely forgot that's what they said. As well as Draco Malfoy, your boy. Just some of the one-liners that he pulls out during the books is also really cool. 
Any favourites? I just love like Potty and the Weasel and <laughs> stuff like that. That's like a classic Malfoy one. So I, I really enjoy it. I'm up to the third book, so I'm smashing through the Prisoner of Azkaban at the moment. So 12 years! <laughs> so I'm keen to read through that. And then I'm looking forward to like the Quidditch Grand Final chapter because that's always been one of my favourites. And then the big serious black reveal at the end, which mm. is always really interesting. But yeah. I've been smashing through them. They're really easy to read. So I would highly recommend rereading them. Yeah, I might have to go back because I've only ever read them once. I might have to go back when I've finished with Game of Thrones. Maybe I'll do a Harry Potter re uh, read. Do it. Yeah, because no, like, so like you sort of said, there's just so many things that are left out. Like, you know, Goblet of Fire. Like one of my favorite chapters in all the books is the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. And they just skip that. Mm. Like they skip through that. I mean, obviously it's All the Sphinx as well in the maze when Harry actually has to go for the Sphinx as yeah. opposed to the... And it asks him a riddle. Yeah. And he has to solve the riddle, yeah, which that, is really interesting. The whole maze is kind of the like... The maze is really nothing. bad. Like that's why the book... The book is really... The, when it, the, the third task is a really good chapter. Yeah, it's, it's long and it's like, yeah. you know, that maze is a lot in there, a lot happened. But in the book, it's just kind of like... Or know, in the movie, yeah. It's just sorry. like... Yeah. So... Yeah, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no, good. Uh, any shows you've been um, binging or watching? You know, we, we've been you know, yeah. talking about what we've been watching through COVID and stuff, but I feel like we haven't checked in for a little while. So I know you've been watching Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I was just got to say, I just I started watching Peaky Blinders finally. I watched the first season and I loved it. So I'm assuming a lot of people probably watched it. I've always been keen to watch it, but I always heard the same story from people saying, you know, it starts a bit slow, so it takes a bit to get into it. And then because I pretty much hadn't been watching anything, I'd pretty much finished what I was watching. I really gave it a crack. And so far, I really enjoy it. So I just got up to season two. So I'm looking forward to seeing Tom Hardy in it because he comes into it in season two. I also love uh, Cillian Murphy. He's amazing as Thomas Shelby. He's a great character. Scarecrow? Scarecrow from the Batman uh, movies as well. He's in, in Inception as well. Yep. And then I love um, Aunt Polly as well in the show. She's amazing. She's a really good character. Also Narcissa Malfoy, for your information, in the movies. She plays Narcissa. So I've really enjoyed it. And it's just kind of cool. I like it. It's kind of 19th century. It's post-world. Yeah, so it's post-World War um, One. So just after that. And it's a cool setting. So I'm really enjoying it. So I could, would recommend. I know you said you just watched the first season. There's only five seasons, which is which is fine, and it's coming. A season six is coming out. There's only six episodes in each season, so it's mm. super easy to watch. I might it have to jump take in. Long. I might have to jump back in because, like you sort of said, I've uh, only I think I only watched the first season, or maybe I only watched the first five episodes. I can't remember, um, but I remember enjoying it. I remember it just being a little bit slow for me. But um, you know, if it's got your tick of approval. It's good. Oh, uh, yeah. And then Sam Neill's amazing. It the guy out of Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's he's awesome in it. He plays the inspector. He's a good character as well. So there's a really interesting character. So there's a lot in there that I'm into. All right. Well, there you go. I might have to give it another another go. Give it a crack. How about yourself? You've been watching much? Well, I know you have been watching Lord of the Rings, as we know. <laughs> you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. So am I, except for the Frodo parts. So you've been watching the obviously the extended editions. Yeah, they're they're big. <laughs> They're long. I tell you, they are big dog movies. Yeah. Uh, first one goes for like three and a half, nearly three and three hours, 45 minutes. Second one goes for nearly four hours. The fourth one, which I'm sorry, the third one, which I'm up to goes for like four and a half hours. Um, Epic. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Because, because that, you know, 
we just started, my girlfriend and I, we just started watching and she's never watched any of it before. She's never read the books. Like she knew nothing about Lord of the Rings. She, she's enjoying it. Uh, so yeah, it was cool because I haven't watched Lord of the Rings for ages. Like, and I never watched the extended edition, which is cool because I'm, there's stuff I've never seen before. So, you know, if you haven't watched the extended, if you watched Lord of the Rings, you know, when they came out or whatever, and you haven't watched the extended editions, um, you know, you should do so because if you like Lord of the Rings, you're going to enjoy it. It's awesome. Yeah. So um, my question would be to you then, you obviously been watching the extension ones. How do they, com- so what do you prefer, extension or the originals? And in the extension, what scene have you seen that you've never seen before that you really enjoyed that added to it? Um, so yeah, the extended editions for me, I prefer. Um, you've got to be in for a long, long watch haul. though. Like, I mean, if, if you found the originals long already, I would say they're not for you because like it, it's kind of like the Harry Potter extent, extended editions where there are some scenes where you're like, oh, I can see why they didn't put that in originally because it's kind of, you know, not needed. Um, that said, there's some really cool scenes that are added uh, throughout that aren't originally in the um, the movies that, that came out at the movies, at the um, cinemas. So, yeah, I would say I prefer uh, the extended editions. And you Any know, scenes that have stood out yeah, to you? Yeah, so I've only watched uh, the first... The first two so far, so yep. after the third, so um, and that one goes for four and a half hours. So, I, so I'm not sure how long the epic. original. That's ridiculous. Third one I think the for. third one was nearly three hours. I reckon the original. Yeah, so it's it's a lot more uh, content in there, but um, yeah, there's some really cool scenes. So like, uh, you get there's one really cool scene that I, I particularly like in the first one where you get to see um, Aragorn and Boromir. Um, have this really interesting dialogue about because they're both humans uh, and you know Aragon is you find out you know spoiler alert he's you know the true one the king uh, the rightful um, heir to the throne um, and yeah there's a really interesting scene where they, they sort of talk about that and they sort of and because Boromir you know the ring sort of consumes him a bit um, you know, behind it all, Ned Stark, man. Yeah, Ned Stark. <laughs> he always dies every movie. Every movie. Uh, so that that was really cool. It's towards sort of like towards the end of the movie before they um, all split up and um, before the Urukai sort of march on them. Uh, so that was a really cool scene. You get some pretty funny um, scenes that are added, and they're probably not needed, but I really enjoyed them. And that's between Mary and Pip Pippin. Uh, like nice. towards the end of um, the two towers, there's this funny scene where they're like looking for food. They're like hungry, and um, these apples like sort of um, are. In, this is after they've uh, the the trees have um, a- attacked um, Isengard uh, and basically you know killed all the well gotten rid of all the orcs or whatever and sort of taken Isengard back I guess. And you know this because they obviously release the dam, the river. So you know they're up to their you know knees in water and they're, they're you know like oh we're so hungry blah blah, blah. then apple an apple just like floats by and then i can't remember if the, i think that's in the original but then there's an added scene where they find this room where there's just heaps of food and food in there i haven't seen that no. uh, and it's pretty funny like they go in and they have this like this funny little dialogue they're pretty funny characters yeah, they're good characters those um, two. so you know they have this funny di- dialogue there and then there's like this scene where they've there's like this bark that they smoke um because obviously you know a lot of the characters like smoking pipes in um and they're kind of like oh should we do this because it's like the bark is obviously from a tree and 
you know, Treebeard obviously is their, their boy. He helps them out and they start smoking and Treebeard like comes over and it's like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> that's awesome. So um, that that's pretty funny as well. So yeah, I, I'd, I'd prefer the, the extended ones. Yeah, I mean, if you're up for a, a long watch because they are, like I said, very long. Um, yeah, epic. Yeah, it's going to be interesting though because after I finish Lord of the Rings, I'm going to go back and watch the Hobbit, the three Hobbits. The whole three Hobbit. Are you going to go the extended ones? I don't know if there is extended. I thought there was. Is there? Okay, I thought there well, might have been. Maybe yeah. there, I thought there was. I, I will. Know. I will. I, I'm kind of liking it because like you can get all the, all the pretty much you can get any movie on YouTube. You just like, you can either rent Shout it or out you YouTube. can buy it. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube. If you want to sponsor us, you know we need some sponsors. Throw us, so throw we don't us have to a few work. mil. Let's just decide. Just you know, let's have a let's get paid for this great podcast. Yeah, throw us a few mil YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's cool. So like, you can you can buy a lot of the extended editions uh, there. So yeah, if the, if there is extended editions, like you sort of said of the Hobbit, yeah, for sure, because it's cool because then you get to see things you haven't seen before. So it's kind of like watching a movie you haven't seen, even though you've seen you know eighty percent of it or whatever. So. Uh, yeah, but, Lovely. but because I've been doing that and uh, watching um, Lord of the Rings and the extended editions, I haven't really been, um, you know, sinking my teeth into anything else as of late. Uh, my well, you're watching four-hour movies, man. <laughs> That's like a whole season of a show. Or yeah, more. and I mean, like, I go to bed pretty early. Like, I go to bed most nights like yeah. 9.30. Yeah, you can't so, last long. like, if, if we put it, like, if I start watching a show at nine, like, I won't last more than 20 minutes. So, like, if... Loves a nap. It, it has Loves taken us, like, a couple nights to get through one movie. Um, so that's why like I haven't really been able to watch anything else uh, although that being said my girlfriend's a big Friends fan um, oh yeah I've been watch- re-watching Friends yeah, too, yeah and we've been doing a Friends rewatch because it's on Netflix now yeah so. same I'm up to season 3 there you go I think we're season 2 nice um, yeah so yeah, that's I mean basically what I've been watching. Is there anything else you want to hit? I mean we've been recording for you know forty five minutes now. That's you know pretty, pretty solid. solid. No, I'm uh, pretty good, man. Like we've covered what I want to cover today. Yeah, well episode thirty, we did it. Uh, we'll probably take a bit of a break now as we hiatus do, um, between seasons, and we'll be back for season four. Um, you know, we'll probably try to do some more deep dives next season. Maybe try to get some more guests. I feel like we, we didn't get that many guests recently. So it was a bit harder because you've COVID. COVID yeah, so, so we'll, tr- we'll try to get... Well, it's probably easier because you can yeah. get on Zoom. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll try to get some guests lined up um, for next season and um, we'll be back bigger and better. Um, you know, YouTube, like I said, if you want to sponsor us, yeah. sell us a few million dollars. November, look out. Um, yeah, so we'll be back in, I don't know, maybe a month or so. Yeah, and then... There could be another Christmas special coming up. Oh, there is definitely going to be a Christmas. So, Speaking of Christmas specials, I may on may or may not be appearing on a podcast, someone else's podcast, um, very soon about a Christmas movie. Oh, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. So nice, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, follow us on Instagram, Sizzle and Quinny. I'm Samuel Finlay on Instagram. You are squinny91. Send us some topics, some questions for next season. And Any we'll, deep dives um, you want us to cover. Yeah. Tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle. And parents. Tell Frodo, yeah, tell yeah. Harry, tell Treebeard. Treebeard needs to know. <laughs> tell them all. Um, we'll be seeing you next time. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. 21, 21. Go, Ruse. <laughs>